Hello everyone and welcome to the Clearbooks podcast. Uh, my name is Tara and I work in the events and marketing team here at Clearbooks. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Clearbooks is a UK-based um, small business software provider. Uh, we provide cloud applications including accounting, payroll and HR, uh, all allowing small business providers across the UK to spend save more time so they can focus on growing their business. Uh, and today in our podcast, I'll be speaking to Neil de Villiers from Fan Business Solutions. Uh, a little bit about Neil. Neil's is uh, an experienced Microsoft Dynamics GP consultant, uh, which is basically a software for businesses with quite complex accounting needs. Uh, having worked uh, for most of the country's top consultancies over the years, uh, Neil's become a little bit disillusioned with the way they, they treat their uh, clientele. So he decided that perhaps he could do a better job and started out on his own. Uh, and so Fan Business Solutions was born. Uh, and this is basically a, a system where they the, the company implements and supports Microsoft Dynamics GP. So that's on behalf of the clients and basically ensuring that their accounting system enhances their business. So all good stuff. Uh, interesting fact about Neil. Neil's originally from South Africa and up until the year 2000, uh, himself and his partner were actually award-winning ballroom dancers uh, competing against the likes of Antoine Dubeck, <laughs> which I was very impressed with. So uh, without right. much more ado, uh, let's say hi to Neil. Hi there. <laughs> Hi, Tara. Thank you very much for the intro. No worries. That's uh, exciting to speak to uh, a superstar of sorts. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, it's a long time ago now. Oh, but, but, gosh, uh, yeah, not that long ago, though. So were, were you actually sort of, was it championships you were involved with? or? Yeah, we were. We, we competed. My wife now uh, and I at the time uh, got involved while I was still at university, actually, back in South Africa. And uh, we competed a lot there, came over to the UK to be ballroom dancing champions, you know, with the goal of being world champions. But uh, uh, the aspirations don't always work out as you as you think they may do. Um, and although we reached top of South Africa, uh, the, the top of the world was uh, a whole new level to yeah. achieve. And, uh, I think being top yes. of one country is probably still pretty good. So <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, it was fun while it lasted. Exactly. Anyway. Fun experience, I bet. Yeah, yes. Excellent. So um, let's just talk a little bit about uh, your business. Um, can you tell us why you started your business? I know we've had a little bit there, but and also a little bit more about what you actually do. Yeah. So the in a nutshell, again, um, I'm a, a consultant. Um, I look after as best I can uh, all of my cu uh, customers, and they are sort of mid-range um, companies that have anything from about you know, um, £500,000 turnover to up to, I think some of them are, are in excess of about £180 million. So it, it's a very flexible sort of a, a accounting system that we have um, for for companies that have fairly complicated uh, accounting needs, whether they have to track um, inventory in and out, do manufacturing, uh, and all those extra special little bits and pieces um, uh, that, that some of the companies need. And um, so I started as a consultant back in about uh, 1999 and uh, working for a lot of the other uh, big consultancies in the, in the country, um, sometimes as a freelance consultant, sometimes directly for them. So I've, I've seen the world from both sides. And um, it was last year when um, I decided that the big consultancies were just not doing a good enough job, um, pretty aloof um, and just saw themselves as being a little bit above everyone else rather than working with the end user company to try and make their accounting systems run smoothly and efficiently for them. Uh, they were more 
in my sense, a bit more obstructive and uh, reactive in many ways rather than being proactive. So I started Fan Business Solutions as, as a way to, uh, to mend that gap, really, um, and to actually help customers and, and these accounting teams and, and the rest of the business as, as, as it is, because um, obviously businesses are more than just an accounting team, obviously, um, and to, to help them work seamlessly together, all the di- different departments, um, rather than having an accounting system that was more of a hindrance and all the different processes from the sales teams through to marketing through to the actual finance teams, that whole process needs to be as seamless as possible so that the businesses can scale. And uh, that's what I fit in. I, I, I work and understand the customers really deeply uh, so that any solutions that I provide for them actually work well for them rather than just being a way to make money you know, yeah. uh, which many of the other consultancies do. So uh, I've, I've, you know, jumped headlong uh, or headfirst, I should say, um, straight into this sort of business. And um, I have a loyal customer following um, that uh, would rather work with, with me as a small little company than the biggest consultancies in the country. So I take that as a big feather in the cap. Mm, excellent. So is that, oh, if you could sort of expand a little, a little bit more, how you differentiate yourself uh, from the similar businesses, maybe the slightly bigger consultancies? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, my focus is very much on the customer service side of things. Um, I, I'm yet to find another consultancy, large or small, that, uh, that takes the time, as I do, to really try and understand and get to know the customers like I do. Um, if you understand where all the little pain points are for each one of the people in the, in the accounting department, in, in the sales department, in the management side of things, um, you can actually start creating a, an environment that works well for them. Um, and I take the time to really get to know them. Um, all of my customers call me directly. They, I have a direct line on a mobile phone that they contact me whenever they need help. Uh, and whether I'm sitting in, in Costa somewhere or I'm at home or I'm on another client's site, wherever, I deal with things within a matter of minutes, wherever possible, rather than I'll get back to you tomorrow, which mm. is a, a common sort of scenario that you find with many of the others. So a real personable so, service then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that's so important that uh, they trust me uh, with what I, I provide. Um, I don't give them solutions just for the sake of selling another solution. Uh, I actually give them something that will work for them. Um, and I think that definitely differentiates me from so many others, mm. uh, where my focus is not on the money. It's more on helping them. The money is a side thing. It happens anyway. Mm. Um, but my focus is on actually giving value uh, for everything that I do. So you're very much a, an integrated part of whatever business you work with, really, then, by the sounds of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I see myself as sort of an extension of their business rather than someone that gets paid to to help them when they need it. Okay. So what would you say you especially enjoy about working in this particular industry? Do you know what? I I absolutely love my clients. Um, I get along so well with them. Uh, They like me, hopefully, most of the time. (laughs) They haven't said otherwise. Um, But I I absolutely love helping them. And I get a real kick out of, um, you know, taking something that was a real painful process, you know, a lot of man hours and finding a solution that turns something that, you know, used to take three hours to, to to process and actually doing it in five minutes. Um, those are the things that I, I absolutely love about it. And being in this position gives me the ability to do that in, in so many different ways. Um, and, and the other nice thing is every day is a different challenge. Every day is something new. 
Um, and I love that about this. It's, there's nothing boring about what I do. Mm, excellent. No. Sounds like a good job. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, so when you actually were setting up your business, what, what would you say was the biggest challenge you faced? Um, for me, the biggest challenge was um, getting set up as a reselling partner with Microsoft. Um, they just won behemoth of a company and they have so many different departments, so many different areas of responsibility and very few actually have enough responsibility to get everything done for you. So you get shunted around by so many different places, so many different people. Every time you contact them, you speak to someone else and you have to tell them the whole story again. And uh, it actually took them about seven or eight months to get me up and running as a, as a fully fledged um, reselling partner. And the whole cause of the delays turned out to be all on their side uh, and they forgot to tick a few boxes nice. uh, and set me up as a bit of a credit limit, which should have been done at the outset. So you know, things like that become a huge challenge. But, um, you know, luckily my focus is on the customers, not Microsoft. So that just happened to be on the side that, uh, you know, a pain I was willing to deal with. Mm. So it's more a kind of something that was out of your control, really, that was the biggest problem when setting up. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things you have to have. Um, but uh, there's not too many people that have accounts or resellers of Microsoft products that uh, have a lot of good stories to tell, unfortunately. Nice. Sorry, Microsoft, it just happens to be the way. So. Okay, well, noted. <laughs> um, and if we can sort of move on and think about, you know, when you were starting and even now, who would you say is your biggest inspiration in business? Yeah, I've, um, I've started a whole bunch of companies. I think this is probably the 10th company that I've started. Um, some of them uh, have been okay. Some of them haven't been successful at all, but they've all been a learning curve. And um, one of the biggest problems that I've had uh, that I've realized in the last few companies that I've started was a total lack of marketing experience. And uh, it was only once I figured out these, these gurus of the marketing industry um, based in the US, most of them, uh, one guy, particularly Dan Kennedy, uh, is a guy that I have huge amounts of respect for. And I think um, there's people that pay him something like about $18,000 per day just to spend time with them, to show them how to actually do a bit of marketing for them. Um, he's hugely respected around the world and uh, definitely one of my most respected people um, from, from the marketing side of things. Um, and like any business, if you can't market uh, and I'm sure you know yourself pretty well as well, Tara, being in that side. If you can't market yourself, you don't really have a business. So, mm. um, you know, obviously there's other big names like the the Richard Bransons um, and those kind of people. Um, but I, I very much um, have an affinity for the people that have all done it from nothing. Mm. You know, uh, the Duncan Bannatines and um, it's the Sal and Sugars of, of the world where they've come from uh, a, a nothing background to, to be phenomenally successful. Mm, make their own success. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I can relate to that a lot more than, um, than, than I can for, you know, Richard Branson, for example, that had a lot of help getting going, you know. Mm. Okay. And I, I know earlier you, you mentioned that uh, there's no, not really a, a one sort of normal day, I guess it's very varied, but if you could describe a, a semi-normal working day, what, what would that be like? A semi-normal day. Um, <laughs> right, let's, let's see how that was. Uh, generally speaking, um, I don't think I get a huge amount of sleep. Uh, that's one of the things, but um, you know, it, it's not a problem when you enjoy what you do. 
Um, I, I think a typical day for me, with, uh, you know, an early wake up, I try and do a little bit of meditation when I actually have the ability to do it um, or the time to do it. Um, it's a good time in the morning. The rest of my family are still sleeping at that time, nice and quiet. And, uh, yeah, meditate for a little while uh, and then sit down behind the desk and, and start seeing what's, um, what's to do uh, and prioritizing the, the things that I know are going to happen during that day. Um, uh, have breakfast uh, with my family. Uh, I've got two boys um, and uh, I, I enjoy meal times when I can with them and, and my wife. Um, once they're off to school, I then sit down behind the desk uh, and start the work, uh, particularly the all planned activities for the day. Um, this, there's a huge list of things on, on pretty much every single day that I need to achieve. Um, and then I have a, another little section, which is the ad hoc things that come in, uh, all the reactive bits and pieces from my clients. Um, you know, something's gone wrong with a, with a transaction. They've, they've failed to process this transaction or the integration between, you know, the CRM and, and Dynamics hasn't worked. Uh, can we see why? Um, whatever the case may be. Uh, or sometimes they come along and say, look, I'm, I'm really having a bit of pain with this particular thing. Is there some way we can fix it? Um, you know, and as, a, as normally processes that, we, you know, they have put in place and they've had in place for a few years already and they've decided actually, you know, they want to change it now. Is, is there a better way to do it? So, um, and, and then I start evaluating those sort of things. Um, most of the, the sort of admin work that needs to happen happens after, you know, the evening session with my kids and, and dinner and things like that. Um, once they're all settled down in the evening, I, I kind of come back to work. Uh, and do a lot of my own admin work, uh, all the billings and invoicing and um, and anything else that I haven't actually finished off during the day. Um, sometimes I can work till the early hours of the morning. Um, one of my priorities uh, or things that I always promise myself is if I promise something will be delivered to one of my customers or someone else, I always get it done on that day. Um, so uh, it just means that it doesn't drag on to the following day and I always commit to my promises. So uh, it's very important to me. And um, sometimes it means there's not a lot of sleep, mm. but, uh, you know, I think the my priorities and my commitment, and as I said earlier, the trust that I have, um, you know, between my clients and I, that I'll always deliver what I promise to deliver. Uh, that's very important to me. So. Mm. And it's great, um, I suppose, yeah. you know, really taking advantage of that flexibility of working for yourself. You know, you can slot it around your lifestyle. So that, that's, oh, yes. that's brilliant. Yeah, uh, Good advice absolutely. as well, working it around what you want. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I, mean, I, I do enjoy working with clients and going to client sites, but uh, with, the, um, with the advances in technology and communications, it's easy actually to do a lot of stuff remotely. Uh, I have clients all over the country. Um, you know, earlier on this week, I was up in Edinburgh. I have clients up in Carlisle, Swindon, Nottingham, uh, Blackburn. Um, there's just no, no clients I have yeah. here in Kent, you know, oh. which would be nice. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I actually still do most of my work from here. Yeah. Um, and I, I just go on site when I have to or, or when I'm feeling lonely enough to actually want to go out there and do it. Mm, so uh, one or the other. <laughs> when you <laughs> feel like it, yes. Excellent. <laughs> A lot of the time is that way. So it, yeah. it is very flexible. Uh, and I still am able to deliver everything I need to remotely. So there's no problems either way. Excellent. So for anybody listening who's just about to start up their own business or thinking about it, what sort of advice would you give to them? Uh, that's an interesting one. Um, and uh, I think one of the things I've learned from having started so many businesses before, um, one of the things that 
an entrepreneur or going to try and start up his own businesses, uh, what they tend to do is they know how to do the thing. You know, they know how to service the customer. They know how to, you know, change a wheel on the car and, and that becomes the business. Um, but knowing how to do it and knowing how to get customers are two different things. And in, in all of my first businesses, I knew how to do the thing very, very well. I just didn't know how to get the customers. And, and that becomes a big strain. You know, you may have one or two customers that you start out with, but, you know, in the long run, they can't sustain a business. And ensuring that the business model has some sort of um, recurring revenue stream is another very important thing. You know, make sure you have the customers and then also make sure the customers that you have will continually, um, you know, be back again to use your service again, uh, or whether it's on a recurring um, subscription basis um, or whether it's on, um, you know, they're continually going to need a little bit of assistance somewhere along the line, whether it's a maintenance thing or or a recurring um, licensing model or something like that. Just make sure that each customer that you have will come back again. Mm-hmm. The one-off customer model business um, is extremely hard work uh, and not something I would suggest people would uh, should consider when, they, when they're starting out. Mm, yeah, good advice. Uh, and if I can ask, uh, as the last question actually, um, how has ClearBooks changed the way that you do your accounts and perhaps run your business? Right. So I'm I'm a small business um, where I run my things and have um, you know pretty defined processes that I need to follow. Um, ClearBooks has been very very simple for me to set up. Uh, I mean, I think I set it up within about an hour. Um, you know, it was up and running. Very quickly, um, it's very straightforward, very intuitive. Um, there's been a number of other packages that I use, and, and just on the point of being a consultant for an accounting package, I do know how accounting systems work. Um, and having something that's very simple, very easy to use, is always a number one priority. Um, and when you know, I, I don't have a lot of time in the day to do admin and to raise invoices and to send out things and to chase people for money and all those sort of things if we need to, you know, all the normal things that happen in business. The one thing that I like about Clearbooks is that it's very easy to use, um, emailing invoices out immediately, sending out remittance advices when there's a payment being done or received or whatever the case may be. Um, it seems very straightforward, very easy to use, and um, it just things happen quickly. You know, and I don't have to fight my way through a system to make it work. And, um, you know, that, that's the part I really like about it. And it's just meant that um, the, the amount of time that I have to spend dedicating to my accounts uh, is, is minimal, really. And that's what I really like about it. Excellent. Bit of time saving them. Absolutely. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much on that for your time today, Neil. I appreciate how busy you are. So, um, Tara, no worries. It's wonderful to speak to you. Um, and where might people be able to find out a little bit more about what you do? Um, well, all of our information is on our website, uh, which is at uh, fansolutions.co.uk. Um, and if there's anything interesting on there, I mean, we do a few other things other than just the, the Dynamics uh, GP. We also do some business intelligence work uh, and some uh, document management or document fulfillment um, document distribution software reselling as well. So um, if there's anything else that's of interest and want to know a bit more, um, you can contact us on a, uh, on a free phone number, which is 0800 2450. And uh, we'll be happy to, to talk to you and, and get in touch, obviously, as soon as we can. 
Fantastic. Thanks very much, Neil. Thank um, you very much, Tara. And thanks for everyone who's listening. Um, do remember to keep an eye out for our podcast. We're planning to do these regularly uh, to speak to lots of our customers about how they're running their businesses. Thanks.